0: So when you look at your portfolio, you may look at some uh, funds and not really have a good idea as to what they are. Are they mutual funds? Are these they, these, these things called ETFs? Uh, we get this question all the time. What's the major difference between a mutual fund and an ETF? And so we thought it'd be a great idea to kind of share our uh, uh, concept of the differences. Um, uh, they both have their purpose, and we just want to bring some light as to Uh, what they each do and how they differ and what may work best for you.
1: Yeah, I will say that the purpose of this uh, podcast is not to give you the in-depth education uh, of an ETF versus a mutual fund, but to really give you the high level of what's the differences between the two. I will encourage you if you uh, are listening and you're thinking, man, I'd love to be able to have that in writing, just go to our website, go to pomwealth.net, go to the blog page. We have a blog on this very topic. Also, if you have questions, if you're ever listening to our podcast and you're just thinking, man, I got a question for you guys, please go to the website. You can schedule a 15-minute complimentary no-obligation call with myself or Merce. Our calendar comes right up. Also, if you are listening to us, no matter where you're listening to us, please subscribe or follow us and write us a review. I know you can do that on iTunes. You can do it on Spotify. You can give us a a five-star rating if you think we're a five-star type podcast as well as give us a rating and we certainly do appreciate it it helps us it helps our show helps us to be able to benefit other people and so we certainly do appreciate it from the bottom of our heart before we get into this episode we have a quick disclosure
0: that's right the information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only not to be considered individualized advice different types of investments carry different levels of risk as always Please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show.
2: Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve, are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil, and Merce Tariq.
1: Welcome everyone to our Secure Your Retirement podcast. Today we are doing an episode, what we reference and talk about, which is in retirement in action. And on these kind of episodes, what we're really trying to do is to identify areas and to talk about areas where people have questions and maybe they're thinking about how do I invest and how do I Uh, structure my retirement investing plan to be able to take care of uh, what I need to do as far as a return, but at the same time, what's the best way or the way to reduce risk and all those kind of things. So today's topic is what's the difference between a mutual fund and an exchange traded fund known as an ETF. So maybe you've heard, maybe you've, uh, been listening to a TV uh, program around investing and they talk about these things called ETFs that stands for exchange traded fund. And you might wonder what's the difference between an ETF or a mutual fund or what is an ETF? So our goal today is to really go through the differences between the two so that you can understand how they're structured, how they look, how they act. And so I'm just going to open it up here and, you know, Merce and I are going to just really kind of operate this as if we're having a discussion around this, as if we were sitting there talking to you at the table and you ask us, what's the difference between a mutual fund and an ETF? So uh, I'll just pose it to you, Merce. Uh, Why don't we do this? What's In order to start this, why don't we just say this? What is in fact a mutual fund? Let's go that way. And then that'll help us draw the differences.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. And I think the best way to, um, even understand why mutual funds and why ETFs are even around is if you go way back when investing first started, all your, your your options really were to invest in directly into individual securities. So you would go invest in IBM directly. You'd go invest in Microsoft directly. You'd go buy all these different stocks. And uh, essentially a, a need became created of um, we needed we need a better way to diversify without having to buy a hundred or a thousand different stocks all at once. And and that's just a lot of work to do. And so I think that's where the mutual fund arena came about. Mutual funds have been around for a very long time. And essentially what a mutual fund is, is a company that has a purpose, uh, a fund that has a purpose. So it could be, their purpose could be to uh, mimic an index like the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones or the NASDAQ, or their purpose could be to mimic a specific sector of the market, like technology, like financials, um, and all those different sectors out there. And so once they have their purpose set up, and this is really, this goes for mutual funds and ETFs, and we'll get into that, but once you have your purpose set up as to what your fund is going to be, then you go and and the mutual fund or the ETF is going to go and put all those various stocks that represent that purpose within their fund. So, Basically, you've got a company, a mutual fund company that defines a purpose and then goes and buys all these different stocks that answers what that purpose is. Uh, And so you get a very good diversification out of that uh, because basically you buy one mutual fund and that one mutual fund could represent 50, 100, maybe up to 1,000 different stocks all aligning with what that original purpose was so the idea the concept of a mutual fund and, and now the ETF I think it's is very strong it makes it makes investing by itself just way more efficient again go back when if you wanted to have a well diversified portfolio you, you had to buy a bunch of stocks and that became back in the day that was a lot of commissions they had to deal with a lot of trading they had to deal with and a lot of stocks that you had to manage now you can fulfill that with just buying one different one 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 or two different mutual funds that Cover really as much as you want in the investing world, and then that evolved. That evolved significantly to um, different styles of mutual funds, different actively managed, passively managed, index managed type of mutual funds, and then came around uh, basically what what we're talking about now is the ETF. So, Ray and I we were having a quick conversation before we recorded this, and I was like, uh, "What? When did ETFs come around?" Because we all I've heard of mutual funds. It's a very common term in the world of investing, Uh, but ETFs, we actually looked it up and they they started in 1992. And so here we sit in 2022, ETFs have really only been around for 20 years now, uh, but they have gotten so much uh, of a media presence. Everyone is talking about ETFs and why they work so well, uh, how efficient they are. So that's kind of why we wanted to have this whole conversation of mutual fund versus ETF. Not to say that one is better than the other; they they just operate a little differently. Um, so that's a little bit of a summary as to what a mutual fund is, and it, we'll, we'll get into some of the the differences. But right now, I'll throw it back to you. Let's talk about ETFs.
1: Yeah, and so um, before I jump into the ETF, I do want to just bring out a couple of points on the mutual fund, um, and 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 just really, I guess, highlight that is that with a mutual fund, I always explain it as a company. Uh, A mutual fund is a company and inside that company is a stock broker and that stockbroker is going and buying uh, different stocks. And the way it works is, is that let's say uh, that I this morning woke up and decided I did not want to be in this mutual fund anymore and I decided to sell that mutual fund. If I put the order in this morning at 10 o'clock and said, sell the mutual fund, The way it's structured is is that my sale of that mutual fund does not go through until the end of the market day. So if you live on the East Coast, that's four o'clock. At four o'clock, that's going to be when my mutual fund is sold. So the price that I get for that mutual fund is whatever all of those stocks equaled at the end of the day. So if I woke up that morning, and let's say that I was in a financials type mutual fund and the financials are really high. And I said, I want to capture those highs, sell. But at the end of the day, in the afternoon, those financials sold off. I I don't get the benefit of the morning. I get the demise of the afternoon because my price is the end of day pricing. So that's what I wanted to use the segue over into the ETF. An ETF is structured differently. An ETF, instead of being this idea of, I've got to have this this value at the end of the day, it moves and operates just like an individual stock would. So if I were looking at, let's say, IBM, I can look at IBM all day long and say it's worth whatever it's worth at that real point. And I could sell it at any point throughout the day and get the price of whatever IBM is throughout that day. An ETF operates in the very same way. And there are, many thousands of different types of ETFs. But let's just say that I wanted to go in and instead of just buying IBM, which is a technology-based company, if I said, I don't want to have the risk of IBM by itself, I want to go buy those technology companies, I can go buy a technology ETF that is many different technologically driven companies and I benefit from the whole industry, but I don't have the risk exposure of just one. So I might have IBM, I might have I, uh, Microsoft, Apple, all of the main companies, thousands or hundreds of companies within that ETF. But the beauty is, is that the price movement of all of those stocks are live. So if I decide I want to, that I wake up that day at ten o'clock and and um, all of the uh, technology part of the world is doing well, I can say, sell right now at this price. And I recognize the price immediately. I don't have to wait till the end of the day. As this, By the way, go back to the buying side. Let's say that I say on the mutual fund side, I wake up at 10 o'clock and I say, I want to buy this mutual fund. And I put the order in to buy it. I don't own it until the next day. I don't get any benefit of that day. Whereas with an ETF, I can wake up at 10 o'clock and say, I want to own it today and buy it right there at 10 o'clock. So I'm able to to pick when I buy it and when I sell it. So there's lots of advantages. Now, the ETF world started out with this world of really being a passive type of of a fund. So I I bought technology. I bought the S&P 500. I buy the Dow Jones. And it just does whatever those indexes do. But there has been some evolution and some of the evolution in the ETF world are actively managed. So, Merce, could you kind of help us to appreciate what actively managed means, which does bring us kind of back to an idea of a mutual fund, but we still get the benefit of buying and selling immediately. I hope that you are enjoying the show. this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out.
0: Yeah, so go back to when you said a mutual fund has basically a manager that is within it. So, and that manager has some type of, uh, I used the word earlier, um, of a, a definition of that that they have to achieve this this goal of setting up this fund and let's go with technology. So, that mutual fund manager has to essentially, through data, through analytics, fundamentals, technicals, all those different things, make some decisions as to what the best technology stocks are that he, is, he or she is going to put into their mutual fund. And their role as a manager is to be actively moving that around based off of the market. So, it could be that, you know, Apple. Apple has had a very good run. We have all heard of Apple. So Apple very likely is going to be in all technology mutual funds and all technology ETFs because it's one of the largest technology companies in the world. So but it could be that, you know, Apple has issues and that mutual fund manager decides for whatever reason to take that out of the fund. And that's what's being called actively managed based off of a rule set, based off of uh, metrics that they use. They're going to switch things in and out, in and out of the fund on the mutual fund side. On the ETF side, they're basically, that's the evolution that has come. It used to be like Raiden said was passive, that we just wanna mimic an index. If we're gonna buy technology, let's go just go buy the, the largest cap weighted technology stocks, the ones that have the most weight in the market. Let's just go buy those into the ETF and let's just hold those. And then we've got good diversification. We've got exposure to hundreds of different technology companies, but then we also have now the evolution of actively managed ETF. Um, but still the efficiency is still there. So you could have that manager in the ETF buying and selling based off of their rule set, based off of their metrics, saying here's who we think are the best technology companies in the world today and we're going to put them in our fund knowing that very likely next month it's not going to be the same fund. Uh, Next month it's not going to be the same company or we'll rotate some in and out based off of again some type of rule set. Uh, But the big difference here is, again, the trading aspect of it, the efficiency of it. And that comes back into um, oftentimes you'll hear of mutual funds having uh, some fees in there, some more expenses in there, higher expense ratios. And if you think about it, a mutual fund is designed as a company that is really there to um, make a profit. And so a mutual fund is going to have not just the manager, but the team under the manager and all of that overhead that, that it takes to maintain this mutual fund, there's, there's expenses in there. Um, and if you compare that to the ETF, while there's still expenses in the ETF, there's no way to invest for free, really. Uh, you're always going to have some fees in whatever investment you choose. Uh, the ETF has a very more efficient way of doing things. So typically, your mutual fund is going to have a higher expense ratio because of some of the costs that goes into maintaining that, whereas the ETF is going to be a little bit lower. Um, Raden, you mentioned the, uh, and we've been talking about technology uh, for some reason, even though that's had its ups and downs throughout the year. But technology, uh, we have been in and out of technology ETFs. So an example is XLK. XLK is a very well-known ETF. It's a very large ETF. There are uh, millions and billions of dollars in this ETF. And, and just to give you an example, go back to what you would have to do to mimic this. The the some of the holdings in XLK are Apple, Microsoft, Nvidia, Visa, Mastercard, Cisco, Adobe, Salesforce. So all these different companies already wrapped into this ETF. So you don't have to go buy them on their own. So again, kind of talking to the efficiency of how an ETF can work. So I think that there's a lot to understand as to and uh, again, you know, everyone has different strategies. Uh, Ray and I, we really like. ETFs because of their efficiency and because of their low cost. We're able to get in and out whenever we want to get in and out and not have to wait for the market to close, whereas that's the mutual fund world. Um, and so I think there's the, it really just depends on what type of strategy that you're looking for. If you're wanting to be truly actively uh, actively managed, then the ETF really has the efficiencies for that and the maneuverability for that.
1: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're we're not trying to say that mutual funds are bad and ETFs are great by themselves. But I think for what we choose, and I think that's what the whole world is uh, based on is our choices and our options. And we choose to use exchange traded funds almost exclusively. We don't say we would never use a mutual fund, um, but but it's rare for us to ever own a mutual fund in the portfolio. But... Uh, It's 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 basically what's been developed that is actually better in our opinion in a lot of different ways than a mutual fund, um, simply because it gives us a lot more flexibility. But obviously, it's it's something that if you are looking at them or you're trying to make a decision between the two, uh, it, it it's worthy of you trying to figure out, hey, how does an ETF work? And that's our goal in this particular ETF. By the way, if you would like to talk to us about how we do what we do, why we do what we do. We encourage you to reach out to us. Just go to our website, which is pomwealth.net. You can go to the top right corner. You got a button there that you can click that says complimentary phone conversation. And uh, you can, you'll see our schedule. You can book it right with us. And we encourage you to do that. And Merce and I will hop on the phone and answer any questions that you've got whatsoever. And uh, completely no obligation. Uh, completely complimentary. So we encourage you to do that. But we thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next Monday.
2: All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Rollercoaster.